So what do you think you could learn from a guy who built a huge audience online, was able to quit his day job, and then landed a book deal with a major publisher, Thomas Nelson and HarperCollins, and he did all this within like two or three years. This episode, I'll be featuring an excerpt from my interview with Jeff Goins. This is something you're going to want to listen to. This guy is prolific. He's wise beyond his years. And that's what's in store on the Book Promotion Podcast, episode 10. Welcome to the Book Promotion Podcast. This is Bob Baker, your host. Thanks for clicking the play button. Thanks for subscribing to the podcast. Thanks for rating and reviewing it in iTunes. And just, you know, thanks for being you and for being a writer and having a message book on something, a story that you want to share with the world. That's what this podcast is all about, helping you take your message and spreading it to more and more people so you can make more of an impact and maybe make money, maybe make a living at it. Whatever your goals are, I think the ideas that you receive from this podcast will help you in that endeavor. And so, uh, yeah, I actually published two or three, actually three podcasts. And there's another one that I uh, published called The Creative Entrepreneur. And the first 30 episodes of that were interviews with successful creative people in many different fields. And I was thinking back on the interview that I did with Jeff Goins and how inspiring he was. And so I, I actually went through and I edited a little chunk in the middle uh, where he talks about his three um, keys to success. And this guy is really amazing. And in this excerpt from that much longer interview, he talks about you know claiming your role or your identity as a writer. He talks about being prolific and gives you a lot of insights into how he built his career early on and the particular philosophy that he used to uh, to build an audience and how he approached his writing. So I know you're going to enjoy that. At the end of this episode, I'm going to tell you about two really awesome offerings that you can take advantage of. One of them is called the Empowered Artist Bundle, which will allow you to get a paperback copy of my a new book called The Empowered Artist shipped to you uh, with free shipping, mind you, to practically anywhere in the world. It also comes with uh, the full audiobook version of the DIY Career Manifesto, which is another title of mine. You'll also get the digital ebook version of Unleash the Artist Within and access to my $99 course, 30 Ways to Become an Empowered Artist. All of that stuff for only $25 US dollars. Uh, wherever you live in the world. And so, uh, yeah, I'll give you the URL for that at the end of the episode. And I'm also going to share with you a way that we can meet face-to-face in the middle of November of 2015 and how I can personally mentor you in building your creative career. I'm very excited about that as well. But instead of plugging all those things now in the early part of the episode, I'm going to get right to the heart of this matter. So here's part of my interview with Jeff Goins. Um, So yeah, if you had to identify three factors that allowed you to get to this point where you are with this high profile and, you know, living the dream, if you would, uh, yeah, what would those be? Well, I think um, we we talked about it earlier, this sense of identity, um, although it feels kind of esoteric, you know, I I don't really know how you quantify that. I think it's really important to uh, make a decision to do what Stephen Pressfield calls turning pro, Mm. to decide I am this thing and now I'm going to act like it. 
So uh, I think every artist at a certain point, and even I have lots of friends who are entrepreneurs, and they say the same thing. They say that before they could achieve success, they had to somehow uh, visualize it or see it in their mind. And so I think that that faith element is very important. You know, whatever that looks like for you, you have to believe that this thing is possible uh, and that in some way you already are what you want to be in order to achieve it. Otherwise, you're just constantly going to be plagued with this self-doubt. And so for me, a sense of identity, and it is a broken, tattered, you know, weak sense of identity where I'm constantly pushing back the demons every every day saying, no, I, I can do this, um, you know, dealing with fear and you know, uh, all of that. So I don't want to come off saying that that you have to have it all together. I don't have it all together. But I have made this decision that I am a writer and therefore I'm going to do what writers do, which is write. I'm not going to play this game of maybe I am, maybe I'm not, uh, because it's just a waste of time. So that was a really important decision for me. Uh, the second thing uh, I think was um, not just following my passion, but uh, building an audience and a platform around helping people. Mm. And, and I think that business people understand this better than artists do. You, we understand that in business you have to add value to the market. You have to create something that's going to make people's lives better because then they're going to pay you for it. Whereas artists are called to you know a different kind of vocation where we create beautiful things and got to figure out how to make it. Uh, and I have found that um, there is a wonderful synergy between art and business where you can create beautiful things that also add value to people's lives, are, you know, be resourceful, use what you know to be helpful to people. And, and that can make your art that much more viable and sustainable. And so for me, what that looked like was instead of just you know, building a blog around, here's my writing, I hope you love it you know, uh, pay me lots of money to keep creating my art. <laughs> I was really intentional about asking questions and finding out ways that I could help people. And how I found how to do that was, what are people currently struggling with that are problems I've already solved or are maybe dealing with in the present? But I realized that I did have some experience from which to draw that I could help people with. And uh, I, I think the the last thing and this is, you know, again, kind of being a little bit esoteric, but um, not just being helpful, but being generous. Mm. And so what that looked like for me as a writer was for a good solid year, I wrote um, 300 articles for my blog, almost one post a day. Uh, lots of helpful content that I just gave away for free because it helped me practice and it allowed me to engage with an audience. And if yesterday's article didn't engage, that's okay. I had another opportunity to do that today. And then I wrote another something like 100 articles for uh, guest publications and guest websites. So I wrote 400 articles in a year, um, which is, you know, I'm not great at math, but I think that's more than one a day. <laughs> it is definitely. <laughs> and in that time, I never once tried to sell my audience anything. I never tried to to do anything to make money off of this because it was very important to me uh, to earn their trust. And the way that I earned trust was by being generous. I gave away free eBooks. I gave away articles and resources and uh, opportunities to connect with me. And, and And I wasn't anybody at the time, but there were still people that I found I could help. And so uh, for me, it was really important to believe who I was to um, be helpful, and then to be very intentional about 
uh, giving away my best work for free. And I don't do that. I don't always do that. You know, now, I mean, there are some things that you get to pay for, like my book that you mentioned. Right. Um, but I still do that sometimes. I think it's very important to continue earning trust. And we know that art is a gift that we give to the world, that when you create something, that it's, it's a gift. And so you have a responsibility to be generous with it. And if you are generous enough and you do good enough work, there will be people willing to pay you for it. And that's what I found. That's fantastic. Fantastic. Let me ask a couple of little follow-up questions here on, on those great three great keys there. Um, on the first one, the, self, the sense of identity. I know we talked a little bit about it at the beginning, and, it, it, and I wanted to ask it then, and I forgot. There is a difference between owning that I am a writer, I am an artist, I am a musician, and being cocky. Like Somebody can take that too far and end up turning people off. So isn't there a certain way to embrace that where it's almost more like an internal calm confidence than something that you're boasting to the world, right? Is that a good clarification to make? Yeah, or? yeah. Well, I love what Anne Lamont says about this. She says, if you write, you're a writer. Mm-hmm. Now now you need to go get good. And, and, and so there's nothing boastful or arrogant about saying I'm a writer. Just like there's nothing boastful about saying I'm a plumber, right. you know? <laughs> right. Now, if you said I'm the world's best plumber, like we'd go, really? Um, like that's something other people get to say about you. And the same thing's true about I'm a great writer. Like you wouldn't say that, but other people could say that about you. But there's nothing wrong with saying I am this thing. I do this thing, therefore I am this thing. All a writer is is someone who writes. And it's up to you whether or not you're going to take that seriously and get good. And in terms of how well you do it, that's up for us, the audience, to say about you. It's not up to you to say. Right. So that's actually a great clarification. Own it. Say, I am this thing, but don't be telling people from musicians and going, man, I'm the best thing since the Beatles and Elvis combined <laughs> right. or whatever, or, you know. Right. Uh, and that's, yeah, you, you uh, so there's, there's, there's a line that you can cross or, or with that. But, they, but you're, you're just talking about owning the title or the, the, yeah, the fact that you are that artist simply because you create. And I think that's yeah. an awesome distinction to make. Uh, I love what you said about being helpful. Yeah. And then a lot of creative people, yeah, they don't realize or don't, um, they maybe forget what it's like to be a fan themselves, you know, and yeah. so they instead they think that marketing or promoting themselves is about being boastful. Again, what's really about reminding the person, being helpful and realizing the value that you provide, whether it's art, whether it's music. Um, and I think that's another shift that people have to make to be successful and market themselves is, is understand that what you create touches people, hopefully in meaningful ways mm-hmm. and be, and knowing what that is and, is crucial. Maybe doing, making sure that whatever you create does more of that is probably an essential key to, to success. Yeah. And what, one example of that, Bob, uh, especially, you know, contextualizing it for music, because, um, you know, it's one thing to say, hey, I'm a writer and I started this blog and I help other people become writers. And that may or may not feel accessible depending on what your craft is. But I see musicians doing this. The ones who get it, I see them doing it pretty well. And one of the ways that they're doing it is they're empowering their fans to be generous. You know, they're they're making their fans be the ones who are in some ways spreading their music, not as marketers, but as people who get to be generous to their friends. And so an example of that is I just heard about, um, man, I forget what band it was, but I just heard about this band who had a record release and and they had um, they had two CDs in in the packaging of the the product. You know, and it was like it was like two CDs, the same CD, right? The record. Uh, put together and when you opened it there was a little perforated edge where you could tear it and you could oh, share it with somebody nice. and so you paid like i don't know 15 bucks because you know a, a lot of 
the the fixed costs are pretty much set at that point. You know, to add another CD that doesn't cost right. an extra whatever it costs to make it. So it doesn't cost them that much more to manufacture one with an extra CD, and then they can tear it and they can give it to a friend instead of saying steal our music, don't steal our music, buy our music. But now you can be generous uh, to your friends. Really cool way to share their music. And there's one more thing about the thing you talked about being generous. And what I've noticed in this, this is, I don't know, about the 15th interview that I've done in this series, but people who are successful are prolific. They're not, they don't like yeah. just put out one or two things every now and then. Like, you, you know who Joel Freelander is, right? Uh, he's, no. he's, he's called the, the book designer. And he was one of the, oh, like, sure. the, the uh, I interviewed him early on in this uh series and he just kind of another guy that kind of came on the scene out of nowhere and he just like blogged every day he just bombarded the the internet with helpful articles on his topic and he gained a reputation as that and uh an uh, artist uh, tom fedro from from uh chicago like paints like one or two paintings a day ends up selling like 350 of them a year i mean so you got to crank out a volume of stuff because not everyone is gonna you know is gonna connect and so i'm glad that you pointed that out that you almost have to in the early days especially building your careers just be prolific crank out a lot of stuff don't be afraid don't be hung up by it's got to be perfect to get out into the world you know just share it and And it's the best way to practice too Right, the, the best you, way to get better. And you hone your hone your skills. And then this thing of guest uh, posting, like a lot of people will go, oh, I'm not worthy. I'm not an expert. They're not going to care. But you were you approaching these sort of prominent blogs even before you really had much of a reputation? And did you find that process to be easy, hard? Yeah, I, I did. I, I was intentional about how I did it. I, I realized early on that blogging is very relational and the internet is very relational, especially social media. And I think life, business, it's all pretty, you know, it, it it's not just what you can do. A part of success is who you know and how you are known. And I realize that it's not just about who you know, it's about who you help. And so by offering a really helpful article, even to a prominent blog that, that's going to add value to their community, uh, and offering it for free, you know, not getting paid for that content, that is being helpful. And so the ways that I did that was, you know, I found a way to guest post on a friend's site, and then I and then I found that friend of a friend, and then I just, you know, and I found out that they had, you know, guest posted on on you know a, a blog with ten thousand readers, and so then I, you know, had them introduce me, and I just through relationships built a network of people that allowed me to get in front of audiences of a million plus people, and. Um, I didn't shoot the moon on the first time. I took these gradual steps, but every time I had a new opportunity, I tried to stretch it the most that I could to, um, you know, step into that new opportunity that would hopefully grow me and give me an opportunity to connect with a larger audience. Awesome. Awesome. Great advice. Well, there you have it. A little excerpt from my much longer interview with Jeff Goins. Was I right? The guy's pretty amazing. Has a great attitude about being helpful and he had a very strategic approach to those early years of his career and it obviously has paid off for him with the book deal and with the I think he has a membership site I think he just did his first conference you know since that interview was conducted and so uh, I just wanted to share that with you and I hope you found it as inspiring as I did and so now I'd like to share with you a couple of important things. The first one has to do with my latest book called The Empowered Artist. And don't worry about the word artist in the title. This is for creative people of all kinds, including writers. And so this is about a special offer that I have going right now. 
especially if you'd like to have the print copy, which I personally enjoy still holding paper books. Um, you can get that with the new Empowered Artist Bundle. I just started offering this like a week or so ago, and like nearly 100 people have taken me up on it all over the world. It's just really cool to have these books shipped out to several different countries. So again, you can get the paperback book. I'll ship it to you. No extra charge, no matter where you are in the world. Maybe if you're in Antarctica or something, I may have trouble shipping to you. I don't know. But for the most part, I think I can get it to you. And you'll also get immediate download access to a 98-minute audiobook of the DIY Career Manifesto, the digital ebook version of Unleash the Artist Within, and access to my online video course called Nine I'm sorry, called 30 Ways to Become an Empowered Artist. It's normally a $99 retail value, but you get it for no extra charge. All of that, that whole bundle, 25 bucks US, no extra for shipping. So jump on this while you can. So to get to that page with that special offer, one thing you can look in the show notes and I'll have a direct link to that uh, page. Otherwise, you can go to empartist.com. Just think of the first three letters of the word empowered, empartist.com. Scroll down just a little bit until you see the uh, image and the reference to the Empowered Artist book. Click that and it'll take you right to that page where you can get that special bundled offer. And while you're on the page at empartist.com, look for a reference to the Creative Entrepreneur Summit. This is an all-day event that I will be presenting in my hometown of St. Louis, Missouri on Saturday, November 14th. An all-day event, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Going to have a little VIP kickoff party the night before, which I believe is Friday the 13th. Ooh. And during that entire day on Saturday, I'm going to walk you and dozens and dozens of other creative people, musicians and writers and visual artists and actors and so on. We'll all go through a process that I call seven steps to building a thriving career in the arts. So no matter what your ambitions are in your creative world, whether it's just to make more of an impact with your art and your talents or to make more money or to build a business, this is going to help. And even more cool than that is the collaboration and the interaction that you're going to have with other creative people. This is going to be very interactive very collaborative. I'm going to want you to team up with other people and feed off of the energy of each other. This is not going to be a boring lecture. Where you're going to be sitting there listening to me talk and taking notes. It's going to be a lot of fun stuff to do. You're going to meet a lot of cool people, make friendships that will hopefully last a lifetime. And I will get to personally mentor you and everyone else in attendance through this process as we go through it together. And it's going to be a lot of fun, too. Again, no boring lectures. We're going to have a great time. And you're going to walk out of there with a plan, with a specific description of who you are as an artist so you can communicate it. You'll know who your ideal fans are. You'll break through some of the primary blocks that are holding you back. You'll have all the foundational building blocks of building your career and doing more with your art. So again, that's called the Creative Entrepreneur Summit, Seven Steps to Building a Thriving Career in the Arts. And when you're there on empartist.com, look for that reference, click that link uh, and check it out. However, I want to give you a special secret link that gives you a super deal. I'll have this link in the show notes, but just check out this URL. 
fulltimeauthor.com forward slash special. Again, fulltimeauthor.com forward slash special. And there you will find an incredible deal where for the price of admission into the summit, you will also get a one-year membership to my uh, Empowered Artist Mastermind group. That's like a $240 value alone. I'll give you access to like seven or eight of my online courses. And for a limited time, it's a two-for-one deal. So you, for that same uh, price that you'll pay for a single admission, you can get a friend in or your business partner or spouse or whatever. Again, get them into the event. I'll give them the one-year mastermind membership and access to the courses. It's really, it's a steal of a deal. A lot of people think I'm giving away too much. However, I just want to create as much of an incentive as possible for you to say, yes, it's worth going to St. Louis to meet Bob, to hang out with all these cool people, to build and walk away with the business plan and relationships that I can tap into for months and years to come. So check out that link, and I hope to meet you in person on November 14th. All right, thanks for listening to the Book Promotion Podcast. This is Bob Baker. I'll be back next week with another episode. So go out there, make a difference. Let your voice be heard. Share your message. Do good work in the world. All right, so long for now.